0: and basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience this is the bob ryan and jeff goodman podcast nba some
1: college a little bit of everything
0: you know what can i say but it wasn't going to happen here with him i was okay with it because it wasn't about talent i didn't think all right let, let's get right to it all
2: right guys. okay folks it's that time again it's time for the bob ryan jeff goodman tag way along for the ride zoom and pod And we are driven today by the good folks at FanDuel, the official partner of the CLNS Media Network. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Guys, we can't wait for the NBA season to start. We all know that. We're looking for things to talk about. And one of the things I think that when you take a peek at the league this year, what I find very interesting is the coaching situation. I mean, a lot of movement, uh, two sons of previous coaches, uh, you know, have head coaching jobs, uh, J.V. Bickerstaff and Wes Unsell Jr., um, and a lot of young kids, too. I mean, young, young, I mean, like, you know, the Celtics aren't the only one uh, Mm. with a youngster on the team like Joe Missoula. So I'll shut up and let's start with that. Uh, Your thoughts on the second year for Joe Missoula, Bob, heading in?
0: think that uh, it it should be better. And the reason is that he he inherited an incredibly difficult circumstance. I mean, a short notice. No one saw it coming. No one. Uh, He wasn't thinking about this when he got the job. He is a guy, his only previous head coaching experience was at Fairmont State two years ago, three years ago. Uh, Yeah. and, and, and it was a tough situation. He's expected to steer this ship of this team that was a contender, uh, and on and and you know yeah. We don't. And he's establishing relationships that uh, you know, and and it's. Uh, um, I I like the first the first thing I liked was the very first person that endorsed them publicly after the, the announcement was Tatum. So here's his best player coming right up. saying, "Oh, I love this. This is going to be great. That's important, and I think that's still going to be the case, and that's fine." But you know, we we there was questions about the whole timeout thing, which was uh, almost got to be a joke. You know, it's a running joke about right. him refusing to call times out in a conventional manner that we've all come to see with coaching at every level. And he kind of came around and and you know hooked up with the norm late in the year. Um, I just think he's. I, I I my final take. and I'll turn it over to Jeff. Is that I trust. I, I'm I'm a believer because I trust Brad Stevens. I think he's a smart guy. Brad Stevens believed in this guy. And I'm going to, I'm going to, and Brad, I trust until further notice. And therefore I extend that cur- courtesy to Joe Missoula. Oh,
2: Jeff, have it. We can't hear you, but a little technical difficulty. Check the mic. Uh, Okay.
1: Better. Hello. Yeah, yeah there we go. Go. Now we're rolling. Go ahead. I would say this uh, Joe Missoula personally probably has more in the line than any other coaches here because if if you think about it, if Joe Missoula, if they don't win and they're five hundred at the all-Star breaker before, that's probably it for Joe Missoula, probably it, right? He probably doesn't get another chance. And if he somehow gets him to the NBA Finals or wins an NBA title, Joe Missoula is good forever. like he's he's good, maybe not forever, but but he's good in Boston for a while. You know, they'll 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 talk about him um you know forever here if he if he brings uh banner eighteen to to Boston and he'll be set for the rest of his life. Like the the first part of this season for Joe Missoula, the first 40 games or so are gonna be uh very telling. And they don't matter that much to the Celtics overall, I don't think, but they matter to Joe Missoula. And then, obviously, what he does in the playoffs matters even more.
0: Well, interesting. And of course, technically speaking, you know, my big—I'm harping on how he will use Porzingis, and and you know, I, I, you know, me and my skepticism on the on the three-point shot thing. But you know, he was three-point dependent last year to an extreme, and um, now he's got a seven-foot-three guy who has proven, to my great surprise, that he indeed can post up. Uh, and score points. And I just think that if he doesn't take use of this resource, I will be upset. And I think they will suffer. I think he's got the news. Joe, uh, uh, Kristen, who stabs uh, Przingas, uh in, a, in a great way, which is to get the most out of him in both ways, inside and outside.
2: Well, to me, the guy that he has to reach is Jalen Brown. Uh, Jalen Brown needs to elevate. He needs to get to the next level and somehow, some way. That's to me job one. I think Porzingis with what Bob said, if they execute that, that's X's and O's. That's fine. They'll do that. Uh Tatum is a great player. I mean, he's You're pretty saying awesome. the buy. You're saying the buy-in with Jalen Brown. The buy-in. buy buy-in with Jalen Brown, but also I think Jalen's regressed a little bit. I expected more from him. Well, he was good in the regular you know,
1: season. But, but the regular season, ultimately, nobody gives a shit. In Boston right now, right. With the regular season.
2: Right. But that's true. But last year, this team underachieved. I mean, can we all agree? They underachieved. Yeah. Yeah, they I lost too. to it. They lost. They should not have. They had more talent in Miami. They shouldn't have lost to them. Miami had more guts. I mean, more courage to me. That's the way I look at it. So but in order to get to that next level, to me, it's all about Jalen Brown. And we talk about it all the time. That Tatum and Brown have to play well together. It can't be this swap off, right, Bob? It can't be that, like, yeah. you know, Brown gets his 12 and then Tatum disappears. Then Tatum comes out in the third quarter and gets his 15 and Brown disappears. I mean, to me, that is the big assignment. And if Missoula can make that happen, I think sky's the limit for this team. I think that is the th- big question.
0: They got to figure it out, right, the way that Larry and Kevin did.
2: Because, right. you know,
0: for example, I get my great example in the famous Dominique shootout day, you know. And Larry had the the, and right. the great fourth quarter. Kevin had a quiet thirty four, <laughs> you know. But so that kind of that that you know he got it done. They they, they right. No, know, it's Brown. It, it, it's wondering how he's going to react to the contract thing. You know, right. the, the outside world knows that he is not deserving to be the highest paid player in the league. That is totally circumstantial. And uh, timing. His timing is great. Good for you, guy. You cashed in at the right moment, you know, because of the you know, your age and the and the contractual status and you know I find You know, but he's that's pressure, you know. Uh, is he gonna be oblivious to it or is he going to react to it? I don't know with him which way he could go either way, you know. We know he's intelligent. There's not a question there, but but you know, he, he's prideful. You know, how does he view himself with regard to Tatum? How does he view himself with regard to the, is he going to be resentful that people are going to be questioning his right, quote unquote, to be the highest paid player with the high, you know, oh my God. Yeah. This this is subtle, complicated, mental gymnastics.
2: And and that's where a coach comes in as a psychiatrist. It's as important as anything, Jeff. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel official partner of the nfl 21 plus and present in massachusetts hope is here first online real money wager only ten dollar first deposit required bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt restrictions apply see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24 7 support play it smart from the start GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Well, you
1: made a good point. You know, I just thought of this and crazy that I didn't think of it watching the Miami series last year, but you said, you know, like like Miami and Jimmy Butler. Like, that's who I want Jalen Brown to be. Ultimately, yeah. isn't that who we all want him to be? Be Jimmy Butler. Be no. Jimmy Butler. But- be, be, be that dude who just is a killer and takes pride in their defense, which Jalen Brown did when he came into the league. And that's fine. But Jimmy Butler's not a great shooter. Neither is Jalen Brown. He's got holes in his offensive game. So does Jalen Brown. But what Jimmy Butler does every night, you know he's going to try to to take your lunch from you. He's going to come out and and wear his emotions on his sleeve. That, I think, is what we would all take from
0: from Jalen Brown here. Can you manufacture that? I I wonder. I'm trying to think of it. Joe, that, Joe
2: Missoula. Uh, that is your job. That's the way can I you see
0: manufacture it. that. I mean, right? I mean, because that that's an instinct, an internal instinct. Not not many guys. Yeah,
2: like that's well. we have seen it though. Here's the thing. My my opinion is Jeff. I'll start with you on this. I, I've seen it. We've seen it in the playoffs before. Remember when Tatum would struggle in the playoffs and then all of a sudden Brown had better playoff numbers and regular season numbers. So we've seen it, you know, Bob makes that great analogy with, you know, Kevin McHale and Larry Bird. Kevin did not care about Larry. I mean, as a person, as a player, but like McHale never, he didn't care being compared to Larry. He didn't care, but you know, they were two different cats. They went their different ways after games. Kevin was not in that business. He was very comfortable with himself. And like Bob says, you know, Jalen's thinking, I have to be as good as Tatum. I have to have as many endorsements as Tatum. I have to be on Jimmy Kimmel. You know, McHale never worried about that stuff. um. So that's where Missoula comes in. I That's what I think.
0: Yeah, very, very, very good point. And I don't know whether in that case, you know, even in, in his GM capacity, if Brad has any role in, sure in that in terms of, you know, helping Missoula get. Through. I mean, that, it's.
2: But I think we're we have we're on the same page. It's definitely he's the key. Because I think he can do it though. That's the thing. It's like it, I, I think he I think Jay. I'm not. I look. You are who you are. I don't know if he's going to be like Jimmy Jimmy Butler, but I hear what you're saying, Jeff. But I think but he can be the guy we want him to be. He has the ability.
1: He buys into it. Yes. If Bingo. He,
2: into that instead of saying
1: now again. Well, his numbers got him his contract. Right, his numbers, his offensive numbers got him that. It was like Andrew Wiggins when Andrew Wiggins put up all those offensive numbers in Minnesota, and then Minnesota gave him all that money when he didn't guard anybody. Right, he didn't guard anybody, they gave him the big contract. Andrew Wiggins was like, Why why the hell am I going to guard now? Right, like (laughs) Brown, you're going to try to reach him now and say, No, no, we need you to guard again. He's going to look at him and be like, dude, I'm just got. i I'm the highest paid player in the game right now. I know. What, but anything different than what I've done, because I was just rewarded at the highest level. Here, here's what I'll say one thing about the Missoula-Jalen Brown partnership now. Does that dynamic change a little bit with Marcus Smart gone? We knew Marcus Smart was the most vocal uh, pro-Eme and anti-Missoula. And I don't mean anti missoula like killing Joe. No, he was pro eme He was pro eme Yeah, he, he, I agree. Call, listen, he he called them out basically publicly when when Missoula um you know made some kind of ill-advised coaching decisions. I think mean, it was in the playoffs, even. And, and it was it was shocking for me uh to see that. So I wonder if that dynamic changes a little bit because you know Mark. Jalen had a, a running mate in terms of being a guy that maybe wasn't pro-Joe Missoula. Now, maybe Porzingis comes in with a clean slate. Uh, Derek White's like the easiest dude ever to deal with. Hortford's easy. We know Tatum likes Missoula.
0: It, it's it's a changed locker room from that standpoint. You know what all this, ta- this, this discussion illustrates? Uh, and uh, it illustrates that, as I've long believed, and then you know, for watching this league get closer for over 50 years, uh, talent is just the start. Talent is you gotta have talent to a certain degree, but the most talented team doesn't always win. And and there's reasons that and we're just and we're and you know, and we're kicking around the around uh, why And it 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 then the game it, it says so much about the game. Nobody's bigger than the game. The game is it, you have to you have to adhere to the principles of the game to get the, the, the to get the job done. And then and the game is simply, as Pete Carill would have pointed out to us, five guys, one ball. And and uh and then of course you got there's another end of the floor as well. There's, it's a lot more complex than just raw talent. And and uh, we've seen very raw talented teams, you know, go only so far and then collapse and go, go down in flames. I go as far back as the 70 uh sixers who lost to the to the lesser talented Portland Trailblazers in 1977 with their star-powered team. Uh, anyway, this is what, yeah, we got. We, and I said, this guy, you agree with this? go back to the loss to the Warriors two years ago. It wasn't about talent. They didn't need a talent infusion. They had enough talent. But the other team knew. The other team had the other aspects of this mastered to a degree that that we're still hoping this team can someday find. All
2: right. Let's take a look at some. Uh- other coaches. And I wonder about Philadelphia with Nick Nurse. I I'm a big Doc Rivers fan. Bob admits he's a friend of Doc. We all like Doc. I'm like, if you can't play for Doc, who can you play for? Jeff, what I wonder here is Nurse just a a a um did he benefit from playing with a great player or coaching a great player who won him a title, <laughs> you know, in Kawhi? And now he's considered a great coach because I never thought Nurse was a great coach. I just thought that he had, at the, for one year, he had the best player in the league.
1: Yeah, he he did, and obviously it ran its course uh, out there in Toronto. But I, I just feel like, again, you're walking into a situation that really don't have the roster that's built to be able to win an NBA title. Yeah. You know, you just don't. And then you look at it, and again, I, I love Joel, but you, you worry every playoffs whether Joel's going to be healthy or not. You know, just because of his, his track record, you know, early earlier on in his career primarily, but he's still been banged up. Um, so I don't he's probably not the coach I'm looking to to, to really look at the the most here. I would say for me, it's a couple other new coaches. I, I would say you know, Frank Vogel in Phoenix yep. is the one for me that, that I'm looking at because you know, again, he's got the talent. He's he's got the 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 overall talent to be able to win this whole thing. And I love Frank Vogel. Um, you know, he's probably the perfect guy for that, right? He's kind of a you know, just a a a guy who will get along with everybody, which is half the battle, right? Getting these guys to play hard for you and 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 not you know not being an ego guy. You can't be an ego guy in the NBA. It does not work. It does not work. No, it does, it not work. does not work. Right? but you got to defer to the players and Frank Vogel has learned this better than anybody. So I, I think that could work in Phoenix with again, three
0: superstars. Well, the big thing in Philly for Vogel, excuse me, for, for Nick Nurse is he's got what's going to happen with Harden, And, 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 you know, and if he is there, how do you deal with him? And, and, and his, his eccentricity, shall we say his, you know, his unique niche in the game, which it is, there's nobody quite like, James Harden at, at this stage of his career, what he presents, what he represents, what he can do, what he can't do, what he wants to do, what he doesn't want to do, you know, where he wants to be or where he doesn't want to be. I mean, all this nonsense, you know, about James Harden, he's it's it's in his lap now until further notice. Now we don't know if he's gonna be there, but uh, if he is there, you know. And, and um, but you're right, you don't have they don't have enough. Okay? is the MVP. Congratulations. I I endorsed it. I would have voted for him myself. Uh and I'm a charter member. Of the Tyrese Maxi fan club going back to Kentucky. Uh, I am. I, lo- I I think this kid's wonderful. And Tobias Harris is a nice player. <laughs> and then what? Right. <laughs> what do we got then? And not enough. No. I mean that
1: again, Phoenix and 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 Milwaukee.
2: Those well, are that's the, those... what I was gonna bring up. Milwaukee now. Oh Adrian yeah, Griffin, Adrian Griffin, former Celtic, Seton Hall, Adrian oh, yeah. Griffin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember, yeah. No, yeah, he, he was he was faded. He, he, he was on that coaching track when he was on the team, you know, really, you know, in those days. So you could tell that was, uh, so he's, he's, we'll see what he can do, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that works out for, for him because uh, he's, he's, he's he's paid his proper dues and, and he, and, and he was, you know, he's, this is what he was put on this earth to do, I think possibly. And we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Milwaukee has to be once again, you know, a health for everybody. We always start with that. Yeah. You know? It's always you know? health. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 You know, they've got a marvelous, Generational, you know, all time talent on your team uh, in this prime of his career. And let's see how far that Giannis can, can take them. I, there's a guy in that team that fascinates me. And by the way, I'm going to step out here and say, don't laugh when I say this. I want him on our Olympic team. I want Brook Lopez at 30, whatever the hell he is. Oh, yeah. I want him as our big guy that they can rely on.
2: I'm not laughing, Bob. Jeff is, but I'm not laughing. I want I'm- him. And you tell me whatever
0: American. If they don't get Embiid, who has a choice? He can play for France, too. Uh, you know, uh, I, 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 if they qualify, I guess they have. I, I lost track of that. But uh, what other native-born American center? Tell me who you want.
1: Uh, I don't know. He's going to be 36 by the Olympics. I don't care.
0: It's a, he's not playing a full schedule. He's playing a, an a, a, a Olympic schedule. Uh, All right. Next I think shoot. He, he can he's shoot. what we need. He, hey, he, let's he,
1: see who he gets through this season first.
0: I, I fine. But I'm saying right now, I, I know no one, I'm out there. I know I'm out there on this. But I'm I'm telling you, uh, you look at the roster of what our available American-born centers are compared to what the rest of the world's got. And the fact is that I just as soon have Book Lopez, who can shoot the ball now, who can defend, who's intelligent, who will who, get it, and who I would like to think would be thrilled the, the, of the possibility of getting a I goal. I can't back. believe
2: the guy's still in the league. I mean, which is a tribute to him.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, and and the, the greatest reinvention yeah. of the to- of our time is right. Book Lopez. Go back, anybody listening, or you can do it. Go Google, go find out what his three point viewpoint was in the beginning of his career, into, and what it has become. And the only way it's become what it's become is sheer hard work. That oh he has
2: sure, which just goes uh, shows you can you know, work on it. Yeah, I did. Did he take any? any career, when he was with the
0: Nets, did he take a three? No, and it <laughs> speaks to the times, and it speaks to his his you know ability to read to, to get with the times, and 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 you know I just think he's commendable for it. So I'm
2: all on his side. Bob, do you have a coach as somebody that you're looking at or wondering about, or is um, it Griffin? No,
0: well, no, no, it's no, no. It, it well, Griffin's interesting. Uh, no, I, I didn't have anybody up there necessarily off the top of my head. I have a team that I'm curious about uh, that, that I think they, you know, are they going to, because we've seen all sports uh, teams that tease you. They look like they're going to be the team and right. then for some reason, you know, and that's Sacramento. I'm I'm curious about how, how, what kind of year they're going to have. I'm going to keep my eye on them as easily as you can from 3,000 miles away. It's not that easy, but I'll
2: I'll do my best. Yeah, but Bob, you've adopted them.
0: Yeah. Well, I am. I, I love I like the young roster. I like, uh, you know, I yeah. And, and I like the. I would like that city. You know, they have a, sh- a second shot that 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 door was open in the early part of the 20th century. They they may have been the victims of one of the worst miscarriages of, of officiating justice in the history of the league against the Lakers that day. And and uh, I'd like to see them have a second shot at it.
2: Uh, Jeff, as we wrap up the coaching thing, what about like the kids that. Don't even shave yet. Like Mark Dagno of Oklahoma City, Will Hardy of the Jazz. Hardy was a Celtic kid, right? Yeah. yeah. Hardy was yeah, yeah. Celtic. I mean, but they're, they're babies now. It reminds me of I mean, it, it reminds me of the Theo Epstein whole thing with baseball, you know, and, and what we're seeing in football. I mean, the coach in Miami, I mean, that kid just got his license, for God's sakes, and he's schooling everybody. You know, are we seeing the same thing in the NBA?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it it's obviously Dagnault was was Sam Presti's hand-picked guy. Uh, he actually came up. He was like when I first met him, he was like Billy Donovan's special assistant to the head coach. Right. Uh, Florida, he coached at the Holy Cross as an assistant. Um, you know, obviously Will Hardy was was Danny Ainge's pick there in in, in Utah. Right. this uh, time in in Boston and, and prior. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think a lot of these guys, you're going for the next young guy, and, and part of it is again, your guy that as a GM that you know you're going to be able to work with. Like as much as anything, that's kind of what we're seeing here. Is right as a GM, you need somebody that's aligned with you because so many times right now they butt heads because as a GM, a lot of times you you want those young players to play. You just drafted them. You want to, play? you know, Doc was always like this, right, with Danny. That was, they were aligned until it came to the the veterans and the young players. And Doc, wow. play the young guys, wouldn't do it, didn't want to, wanted to win right away. So he would play the veterans. Danny would want him to play those young guys to see what he had. And, and that's, you know, again, that that's kind of uh, the same. Every- By the way, can I give you one more name, Bob, instead of Brooke Lopez? Give me Anthony Davis at the five. Give me
0: Anthony uh, okay. Davis. Okay, I, I don't. Yeah, if you want to look at him as a five, that's, Oh, I want him on the team. Clearly, so I, I think to me, I he's a generic big. You know, a four-five. He's a he's a modern generic big. Okay, fine. If he's all we had, I'll live with it. But I want a pure center. I want Book Lopez.
2: <laughs> all right, guys. So as we wrap up the coaching aspect of things, uh, let's move on to the flopping. Okay. <laughs> Bob, the flopping now. You could get a technical, and you know there's a lot of players out there who are going to have targets on their back with this.
0: Well, I love the idea that when I saw the story that was explaining it, they they cited an example featuring Marcus Smart, and and <laughs> and and with James Harden, and so there you go. There now, there's a what a it is the perfect example, right? Harden with his tricky as John as Johnny Most would say with his tricky dribbling. And it, and it's great savvy and on how to draw fouls and blah 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 you know and Marcus Smart the comp, consummate combination of tough guy and thespian you know yes uh, inheriting the role of the, late, uh, the great Jerry Sloan who was the greatest combination of being willing to take a charge from a Mack truck and then being willing to 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 flop uh, against a ten year old you know and and this guy is the modern version of that so they talked about a play when Harden did the boom 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 and harden and flop almost fell backwards 20 feet, you know, and got the call, you know, kind of thing. And they want to eliminate that. And someone else they talked about, I forget who, that that they they had a little bit of a boom and and propelled themselves backwards over the scoring table, you know, uh, you know, so those kind of theatrics they want to eliminate. I'm um, doesn't, you know what? It's not a thing that a big concern of mine. It's not a big I, I, I'm not put off by the whole thing. I, I, you know, I think the referee just has an obligation to be intelligent about it. That's all. I think the referees, if they're good enough, they should know. They know who the people are. They know the propensity of the people. They they should know, and 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 they and they should guess right more often than not about whether that was a a, a legitimate uh, offensive foul or, or or a flop. So I, I think this is personally unnecessary. But obviously, I'm in the minority, or am I? Tell me, what do you think, Jeff?
1: I think, you know, what What was the previous deal was more, it was uh, the penalty was, was a fine, uh, was fines, and now you got technicals. I, I think they just understand fines, they, they don't matter to these players right now. So what can you do to change this, to curb it? Um, they're trying something different, which I give them credit for, you know, realizing that the old system and it wasn't that long didn't work. Let's try to figure something out here. I'm all for that. I'm all for whatever.
0: You care? I mean, Do you care? Does it bother you? Is it this act of flopping bother you? Yeah, I don't love.
2: I don't love it. I, don't love it. No, I, 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 I I don't love it. But here's the thing, I think it's one of those rules that they're going to call in the beginning, and then it'll kind of it, it'll kind of fade away. The one thing I will say about it, as I I'm talking to you now, it's going to force a guy to play better defense. You know, that's the one thing. It's like get in your damn stance get in there play better defense and don't look to take the easy way out. That's it didn't really bother me Bob like I wasn't there like oh my god you need to make a change. You know I I I was like you I used to laugh at it. I found it amusing. But it may say look if you want to stop the guy get your ass over and play defense. Cuz if course, you try to take the easy way out you're going to get called. I can't I, we I can't I can't participate in
0: any discussion of this nature without reminding people but without bringing up the the whole Dave Cowan's saga and the whole dave cowen's uh, uh, hating flopping to the oh, yeah. he
2: thought,
0: he thought it was a, an unethical he thought it was right it was a, right. it, was a it, it was a shortcut cheap way of playing the game that he thought was outrageous and he and of course he you know his famous incident with mike newland which uh you know will, will stand forever as the epitome of, of outrage in the nba for uh, flopping um you know, so he would tell you. He would argue forcefully that it should be eliminated because it's unethical. and in, in, Right. In the game. Right. It's, okay, fine. Okay, that that's there. But in terms of, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't put.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I never really thought about it. But the only but, thing I could think, the only you know, is maybe what, it, it's that what somebody, bothers, Yeah, you know. and what bothers me though is the execution.
0: You know, to me, just having your hand out. Is automatically done. Yeah, I think I want more protection for the offensive player, and and and. But I, but I, I will. Re- I want to be re- I want the referees to be good enough to understand the difference. That's all. I, if the referees are better at the at the, the ter- at knowing what they're doing, we wouldn't even be having this discussion because the referees, we, the, the referees would have taken care of this so well, I, the, uh,
2: yeah i mean and that that'll send us down the tangway road if there are too many referees and there should only be two anyways they don't need three and then the no. third person always <laughs> feels left out well two good ones are better than three yes, shit uh, yes! Ever, like, no question oh, Bring i hate back, three refs it's stupid Bring back Richie
0: powers and mendy rudolph yeah you know but uh, we're not going to have that anymore
1: what, what's it's up t- jeff what mate, with how much how much more athletic these guys are now Than they were 20, 30 years ago. Well, maybe more than that, even, but but overall the game is is much more athletic
2: now. Yeah, but nobody's dying. You know, it's funny you, you know, you know, I mean it's not like football. I mean, nobody if somebody gets whacked, nobody's getting hurt. Oh, I'm saying to get it right. And
1: these refs are again, they're dealing with like different rules, rule changes all the time. I I always I don't know. I, I find it difficult when people are are, are criticizing the refs on these calls because man, that game is so fast. Oh, I and can't, I know that's but man, it, it's just really hard at you know, and again, I, I watch it in the college game and it's so it's it's different in the college game. The 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 refs are being yelled at nonstop by the coaches in the yeah. pro game being yelled at nonstop by the players. Right. And it's like these guys do their job. Let them do their job. Shut up and let them do their job. And they're probably going to get it at a better rate. Now, again, the players don't yell at them throughout the, the game action nearly as much as in college, where the coaches will not shut the hell up during the action. And I'm like, tee them up, like tee up these coaches right away in the beginning of the year, in the beginning of the game. And then, you know what, throw them out a bunch of times and then it'll change. Just like kind of the flopping, right? Like, make the calls consistently early. The players will adjust, hopefully, and and, and the,
0: the player will change. Are you, either of you guys aware of the famous Sports Illustrated story in the early, six mid-60s uh, when uh, it was an illustration uh, featuring Frank Ramsey, among other things, demonstrating the art of drawing, drawing a foul?
1: No. It no. <laughs> was a
0: little bit of a furor at the time, you know, because... Basically, we're talking about him showing people all around the world how to fly. Right. And I mean, so this discussion goes back 60 years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I it. know, but it's fine. But imagine that. You imagine that today? Oh, imagine I know. Today. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> it just couldn't happen, but it did happen. and And it was hilarious. So anyway, but. What can I say? I still say, I'm sorry. I'm I, I'm resting my case on, do your job better. Ref. Look, referee. we know it's difficult. We know it's very difficult, but it is not impossible, if, especially if a referee answers the question of my quiz that they should answer every game at every level from biddy basketball. That still exists, eight foot basketball. They still do that and, uh, up to the NBA finals. Why am I here? The referee should know why am I here. And that is to adjudicate the smooth flow of the game and not, and and exercise common sense when necessary and and uh, and and if they did and if they could do that and they knew what they were doing we wouldn't even have a this discussion i guess my case
1: <laughs> gary we need to get bob to to officiate a bitty basketball game oh my god
0: oh my <laughs> hey, my god. by the way guys when i was in college and and you know, not knowing what my you know job situation was ever going to be, not knowing, you know, uh in fact, I refereed extensively uh, uh intramurals, including one year I refereed the day the championship game of both the day league and the night league. And uh uh, you know, and, and I did not know what I was gonna wind up doing necessarily, and that I thought the refereeing could possibly be in, in my future uh at, at that time. Oh, yeah. was... Doc? Huh? they yell at you that you suck
1: during the game
0: uh well no no there there was no crowd you know the the, well there was a crowd for those games yeah uh, but there was a little bit of a crowd for the championship games not the the right
2: right right right. all i know is i would love to see bob ryan go to the monitor now in an nba game as an official (laughs) and explain the call (laughs) gentlemen great show as always all right all right guys brought to you by fanduel the official partner of the CLNS Media Network. FanDuel, also official partner of the NFL, snapping to action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Next week, guys, take care. New FanDuel customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube at YouTube TV.